Acknowledgements, beginning the Ontario Reader's third book. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Acknowledgements for the Ontario Third Reader's Book. Authorized by the Minister of Education. The price of this book to the purchaser is not the total cost. During the present period of abnormal and fluctuating trade conditions, an additional sum, which may vary from time to time, is paid to the publisher by the Department of Education, entered according to Act of the Parliament of Canada, in the year 1909, in the office of the Minister of Agriculture, by the Minister of Education for Ontario. Toronto, the T. Eaton Company Limited. Acknowledgements. The Minister of Education is indebted to Rudyard Kipling, Henry Newbolt, Beckles Wilson, E. B. Osborne, F. T. Bullen, Flora Annie Steele, Charles G. D. Roberts, W. Wilford Campbell, Ethelwyn Weatherald, Jean Blewett, Robert Reed, Ralph Connor, John Waugh, S. T. Wood, Henry Van Dyke, Elizabeth Stewart Phelps Ward, and Richard Watson Gilder for special permission to reproduce in this reader selections from their writings. He is indebted to Lord Tennyson for special permission to reproduce the poems from the works of Alfred Lord Tennyson, to Lloyd Osborne for permission to reproduce a selection from the works of Robert Louis Stevenson, and to J. F. Edgar for permission to reproduce one of Sir James D. Edgar's poems. He is also indebted to Macmillan and Company Limited for special permission to reproduce selections from the work of Alfred Lord Tennyson, Rudyard Kipling, and Flora Annie Steele, to Smith, Elder and Company, for the extract from F. T. Bullen's The Cruise of the Cachalot, to Elkin Matthews, for Henry Newbolt's poem from The Island Race, to Samson, Lowe, Marston and Company, for the extract from R. D. Blackmore's Lorna Doone, to Thomas Nelson and Sons, for the extract from W. F. Collier's History of the British Empire, to Chateau and Windus, for the extract from E. B. Osborne's Greater Canada, to Houghton Mifflin Company, for the chase, from Charles Dudley Warner's A Hunting of the Deer, Mary Elizabeth, by Mrs. Phelps Ward, and the poems by Celia Thaxter, and by Richard Watson Gilder, to the Century Company, for Jacob A. Rees, The Story of a Fire, from the Century Magazine, to the Cop Clark Company Limited for the selections from Charles G. D. Roberts' works, to the Westminster Company Limited for the extract from Ralph Connor's The Man from Glengarry. The Minister is grateful to these authors and publishers and to others not mentioned here, through whose courtesy he has been able to include in this reader so many copyright selections. Toronto, May 1909. Empire Day. I want you to remember what Empire Day means. Empire Day is the festival on which every British subject should reverently remember that the British Empire stands out before the whole world as the fearless champion of freedom, fair play, and equal rights. That its watchwords are responsibility, duty, sympathy, and self-sacrifice, and that a special responsibility rests with you individually to be true to the traditions and to the mission of your race. I also want you to remember that one day Canada will become, if her people are faithful to their high British traditions, 
the most powerful of all the self-governing nations, not excluding the people of the United Kingdom, which make up the British Empire, and that it rests with each one of you individually to do your utmost by your own conduct and example to make Canada not only the most powerful, but the noblest of all the self-governing nations that are proud to owe allegiance to the King. Earl Grey, Governor-General of Canada End of Acknowledgements Recording by David Lawrence December 13, 2008 In Brampton, Ontario